When it comes to sports, we are so used to rooting for the team to get the highest score in order to win. But of course, that's not the case with golf. You all know that in golf, one of the hardest things about winning in golf is that you have to get a low score. And of course, for me, that's one of the reasons I stopped playing golf. I was aiming for the high score, you know, I couldn't figure it out. But did you ever think that by getting a lower return on your investment, you might end up in a better place? Well, we're going to explore that idea, that paradox today, and show you how a lower score in investing may put you in a much better place when you retire. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, where we're building your tomorrow. And brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Easton. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Easton. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode of the Retirement Income Show, where, of course, it's all about the income. Well, is there ever a situation that you can think of where a 4% return might actually be better than a 7% return? I mean, on the surface, that may sound ridiculous to you. Intuitively, you think that it's obvious that 7 is higher than 4 And that means you'll have more money in the long run. You've probably heard all the headlines about how over time, with a 7.2% return, your money will double every 10 years. That's what the rule of 72 teaches us. And that's the financial planning rule, essentially, that says if you take 72, you divide it by your rate of return, It'll tell you how many years it's going to take to double your money. In fact, if you take 72 and you divide it by the number of years you want to double your money in, it'll give you the rate of return you need in order to accomplish that. So 72 divided by 7.2% is 10 years. And using that math, if you divide 72 by 4%, It'll take 18 years to double your money. And in that case, seven is definitely better than 4%. But what if you aren't looking at the numbers in the right way? I mean, what if by comparing 7% and 4% in this way, you're actually comparing apples to oranges? And if that's the case, you may have a paradox, the likes of which could have a profound difference on your ability to retire in peace and live out the stress-free retirement you worked so hard for all your life. And it turns out that is exactly the case. Think about it from a philosophical perspective and stick with me on this for a minute. I think it'll make sense to you. I'm going to make you think hard. Remember from your college philosophy class, paradox versus contradiction? Well, a paradox isn't a contradiction. You see, a contradiction says that Something cannot be A and not A at the same time in the same relationship. So in other words, I can be a father, a son, and a brother to different people, but I can't be all three to the same person. That would be a contradiction, and that violates the law of non-contradiction. 
But you see, that's not what a paradox is. And a lot of people conflate those two and make a mistake. See, a paradox is where something turns out to be something different than it appears to be on the surface. It's when reality turns on its head that which appears to be something else on the surface. So what does that have to do with retirement planning? Well, that's exactly what my initial premise is. In other words, when four is better than seven, that's a paradox. And learning what this means and how to apply it properly can carry safely you through your retirement years. And you've got to understand that. And the best way to be on the right side of that paradox is to give Fellowship Financial a call at 844-308-4861. Again, 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. You can take advantage of our free retirement risk review to make sure that you are prepared for retirement and on the right side of that paradox. It's something we offer free of charge to our listeners to identify and fix any risks in your current strategy to help you build retirement confidence. And as a CPA, PFS, we proudly serve you as a fiduciary, giving you the holistic financial advice you need. So don't waste another minute. Call Fellowship Financial now and schedule your free retirement risk review at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Well, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. It's so terrific to have you all with us. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. And today we're diving deep into the philosophy of finance to explore the key investment paradox. And what is that paradox? Well, as I said a few minutes ago, When is 4% better than 7%? And you might say, never. And if you answered that way, well, you'd be overlooking the importance of the paradox. So let me give you an example. I recently met with Joe and his wife, Marge. They were show listeners and they wanted to retire in 10 years. And they told me that they had a meeting a few months ago with their financial advisor and they told their advisor their goal in anticipation of their advisor giving them some confidence that they'd be able to retire when they want to in 10 years. And they're both good savers. They've squirreled away about a million dollars at this point. Well, the financial advisor went on to show them what his plan was. And that was to take their million dollars, keep it in the stock market strategies. And if the stock market returns 7% over the next 10 years, then they will have doubled their money, right? They'd have $2 million, the rule of 72, like we talked about a moment ago. Well, what happens now is that their goal, or at least the financial advisor's goal was just in time for their retirement, he's going to have them make a switch into things like bonds and value stocks. And he was telling the financial rule that they could take out about 4% by selling shares each year. They're selling investments to possibly get around $80,000 a year from those investments. And if they added that $80,000 into their social security of $50,000 when they retire, then that total of $130,000 was plenty of income for them to satisfy both their retirement needs and their retirement wants. And then, of course, the goal is they can ride off into the sunset. Everybody's happy, the clients and the financial advisor. 
And that sounded really good on the surface. I mean, the charts and the graphs that the advisor showed him, showed the couple was beautiful stuff. I've seen it before. You've probably seen it quite a bit as well. Those big, thick books that have all kinds of goals and charts and statistics and spreadsheets built into them that make you look like you're going to be a gazillionaire by the time you retire and then be able to live and hand off money to the kids in retirement. And like I said, it sounded great on the surface, but when Joe and Marge were talking about it, they realized that there were some fundamental flaws in this strategy and they raised some serious concerns, but they couldn't quite put their fingers on it. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Retirement Income Show. And today is Financial Philosophy Day on the Retirement Income Show. We're revealing a little known paradox that could save your retirement. And if you missed any of today's program, you can fill in the gap by going to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and listen to this episode or any archived episodes of the Retirement Income Show. Earlier, we exposed the paradox in the financial world, and it's based on this question. When is 4% better than 7%? And I shared a conversation I had with two listeners, a couple, Joe and Marge, about how their financial advisor was hoping to double their money of a million dollars in 10 years, doubling that to $2 million. And by doing that, Joe and Marge could retire in confidence. And it sounded good on the surface. Again, all the charts and graphs, but Joe and Marge discovered some serious flaws and they came to see me to get a second opinion. You see, the first flaw that they ran into was relying on that small word, if. In other words, if the stock market averages 7% over the next 10 years. Now, don't get me wrong. I firmly believe that the stock market does average higher return over the long, long run. But let me ask you this question. Can anybody really predict when the bad times are going to hit? I mean, we all know they're going to happen, but when are they going to happen? And if they hit earlier in your retirement, or they even actually hit before you retire, too close to the time when you're planning to retire then what happens is the success in your retirement depends on the stock market being up. And I've got to tell you, that's a risky proposition. I mean, just ask the guy who retired in the year 2000, just before the dot-com bubble or 2007, just before the financial crisis. And he employed that 4% sell rule, meaning the rule of thumb that says, if you don't sell more than 4% of your investments during your retirement, you're probably going to be okay. And that rule is the same rule that Joe's financial advisor was relying on, which is another flaw in their advisor's thinking. See, that guy that retired in the year 2000, employed that 4% rule, ended up with less than a half a million dollars from his $1 million that he had before he retired, simply because he was taking engineered income by selling shares into a down stock market. You see, when the market's down by 50%, then you have to sell two times as many shares at the bottom. In other words, you're selling low. It's the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. 
And relying on averages as you approach or you enter retirement can be very dangerous. It can be very stressful. And when we looked at the reliable income from their existing portfolio of mutual funds and bond funds, what we discovered by doing the math using some software tools that we have, we discovered that net of the fund fees and the advisor management fees, they could only truly rely on about 1% of true income in the form of interest and dividends if they wanted to preserve their principal and not sell the principal. So what does that mean? That means that from their $1 million, they only had $10,000 a year of reliable income. So think about that for a second. You worked all your life. You sacrificed to save a million dollars and all you can spend is $10,000. I mean, even if you reinvest that $10,000 for the 10 years till you retire, your $10,000 with compound interest may grow to a whopping $11,000. What a disappointment, right? I mean, you need to make sure that you're on the right side of this paradox. And the best way to do that is call our team at Fellowship Financial, take advantage of our free retirement risk review. That'll review the key issues in your retirement, the risks that exist, help you to minimize those risks and set you up for success and enjoying that stress-free retirement. That's how we love to help our loyal listeners on the Retirement Income Show. Well, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial. And today we're talking about when 4% is better than 7%. With this paradox, like in golf, lower score wins. Now, we are very grateful for the regular listeners we have, and I want to encourage all of you to make sure that you get your friends and your families tuned in to the Retirement Income Show. We make it real easy for you to do that. Tell them to go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com and click on radio. All right. Well, how do you get to the right side of this paradox? Well, I'm glad you asked. And Joe and Marge took their million dollars today. This is kind of how you work over to the right side of the paradox. You shift your strategy from growth investments like bond funds, mutual funds, to true income-oriented investments, things that pay interest and dividends like individual bonds, for example, preferred stocks and bond-like instruments. The funny thing is these types of vehicles can tend to be at a lower risk than growth investments since they're not as dependent upon market value. Because remember, the main goal in these types of investments when you're investing for income, it's interest and dividends. Much more predictable, not like unpredictable growth, which can also be losses as well. And you just never know from one year to the next whether you're going to have gains or whether that G is going to turn into an L. Now, on average, again, over the long run, the growth may be higher. It might be 7%. But in retirement, you don't have the time to live on averages, right? You need to know how much income you can spend, how to make your money last, and live the retirement you dreamed of. And speculating or hoping for growth is just not predictable. So if Joe and Marge, 10 years away from retirement, had their investment strategy shifted so that they're generating interest in dividends, well, reasonably, they could have gotten maybe $40,000 in income each year. 
And that income, if they're not using it, right, we're going to reinvest it. So it'll compound. And mathematically, they could easily get close to maybe even a little bit more than $60,000 at the end of that 10 years. That's a huge difference, you know, 60 grand. Can you see why this is such an important distinction? And with a typical financial advisor like Joe and Marge have, and actually 90% of the financial advisors that are out there, that's the way they all think. That's because that's the way we're taught. But if you want to rely on income from your strategy, then you're going to have a huge disparity with a growth-oriented strategy. You know, you've got uncertainty of the income outcome. In other words, if you want to preserve principal, your income from your portfolio, if it's in mutual funds and stock funds and bond funds, it could range anywhere from $11,000, like I talked about a moment ago, all the way up to $80,000 in 10 years. And you're hoping for 7% average growth in the stock market. That is speculating. But by making a simple shift in your portfolio mix, in other words, to reduce risk and generate a 4% interest in dividend income now, and then reinvesting that income, what happens is you can predictably go from $40,000 today to roughly $60,000 in income by the time you retire. Now, it's not a guarantee. These are just mathematical numbers. But remember, these types of investments tend to be more predictable. And this is going to give you a much more reliable way to navigate your retirement. Now, the financial paradox, when is 4% return better than a 7% return, is based on the reality that if 7% is an average stock market growth, No one can predict which side of that average you're going to wind up on. Rolling those dice with your retirement nest egg is a dangerous proposition. Receiving 4% income now by reinvesting interest in dividends, you can actually lower your risk and provide more reliable, predictable income for you, allowing you to enjoy the fruits of your lifelong financial labor on the road to your stress-free retirement. Unfortunately, we are out of time on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. Thanks again for being here. Make it an amazing week with the ones you love, and we'll be back again with another edition of the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, though it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities. 